Hey everyone, today on the podcast I have two guests. Uh, I am talking with Major League Baseball player Austin Wins of the Colorado Rockies. He's a catcher. And I'm talking with Mark Shropshire, one of my best buds and just an amazing trainer and strength coach. We're talking about filling in the gaps, the movement gaps, uh, how to increase your performance no matter who you are, whether you're an elite athlete or a stay-at-home dad or mom. Um, everybody has the opportunity to move better, feel better, and just be stronger. And it does not hurt your performance at all to move better and be stronger. So we're really talking about Austin's journey as far as when he met Mark, how he was moving, what him and Mark started doing, and how he's moving now. Anyway, it's a great Cinderella story, if you will. Uh, young man meets uh, you know, the ancient uh, wise one up on the hill, and the ancient wise one teaches him how to train. All right, guys, I really think you're going to enjoy this show. But first, a word from our sponsors. Have you ever felt stuck in your body or like maybe your body was just locked up and you just couldn't move really well? Well, thanks to Unlock Your Body, the program available on osionline.com, you too can get unstuck or unlocked. If you want to feel better, move better, and perform better, uh, get rid of maybe an achy low back, uh, cranky knees, uh, cranky hips, Maybe you just want happier shoulders and wrists. Uh, this is the movement program for you. The Unlock Your Body program will take you through six weeks of gentle motion to help you restore your reflexive strength and your, your stability and mobility. And you will move better, feel better, and be a lot stronger because when you move better and you feel better, your strength just naturally oozes out of you. You can't help it. You can't hold it back. Anyway, check out the Unlock Your Body program available at osionline.com. And now, back to the show. Pull up a chair and buckle up. It's the Original Strength Podcast. Gentlemen, thank you for thank you. joining me on the show. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. So, Austin, you went to Fresno State? I did. I went to Fresno State in 2009 to 13 and loved every bit of it, the Cali life. We have a... Mark and I have a good friend at Fresno State, a professor there that actually teaches original strength. So I thought that was pretty, pretty neat. That really? um, Yeah, he teaches it there at Fresno State. What's his name? Uh, Dr. Dan Barrows. Yeah, hmm. Dr. Daniel Barrows. Anyway, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, but so you are a professional catcher for the Colorado Rockies. Uh, tell me about your, your, your baseball career. Oof, okay, where to start? My baseball career. Um, Grew up in San Diego in Poway, loved catching. And since catching was like just second nature to me, I dove into it and loved it ever since. So from high school, I went to Fresno State and caught all four years. I was a senior sign. The Baltimore Orioles drafted me in the 10th round and was with the Orioles organization for eight years, and that's how I met this guy. And then uh, made my debut in 2018. Um, bounced around AAA, big leagues, all from 2018 to 2021. COVID year sucked, which sucked for everybody. Yep. And then this last year, I started off with the Phillies in AAA. And then halfway point in like June, fourth or fifth fourth San Francisco Giants picked me up 
and last year was my best year yet. And this year was a crazy year to start. Started with SF for two days in the bigs. Then I got, then I went to the Dodgers for two weeks. And then from there, now I'm with the Rockies and I'm here for, um, as of now, for a week. But you know what? The journey of the baseball life is crazy. It, there's so many like factors and very truly blessed in this game and just happy to be here. Awesome. That, so I guess that answers my next question. I was going to ask, like, is it, is it work or is it just pure joy for, for being um, in the majors? It's a combination of both, to be honest with you, because I love this game. I loved it since I was seven years old and just fell in love with baseball. Um, but the journey of the baseball life it is a true grind, and you have to truly love it because this will this will eat you up and spit you out. Like this game is not easy. Like yeah, we're playing a kids' game, but then now men play this sport, especially at the highest level. So like, what's going to separate you? It's all about preparation, preparation, homework, doing homework on the other teams, because that is so crucial in not necessarily leveling you up, but just being prepared, mm -hmm. um, having a good routine. Like everyone has a good routine in like life, whether in their career, sports career, whatever career, everyone has a routine. You got to stick to your routine and just adapt adapt on the fly and do what you can to my mentality was like, win the day, like win, yeah, win the day. That's like my mentality on like life. So it's just like maximizing yourself and just do, being the best you can every day. So you're playing a game with some of the, well, I mean, I guess all of you are like, you're pretty much the top athletes in the world in baseball right um how how important is your physical preparedness or your yeah your training life um to be able to perform and play in the majors um training is everything and that's something that i personally enjoy and i came across mark in 2019 or was it 2019 I think it was 19 because I think it was before COVID. 2019. And I thought I knew how to train like from college, minor league life. Like, yeah, we all know how to like work out and just like push, pull and just like get under a bar, lift the bar, move weight. But I really never dove into like what works for me. And Mark brought just a good light to this is your deficiencies. This is what you should do. And I legit dove into it. And the OS strength is just something that I truly enjoy. And I do it every day. And I think many people would benefit from original strength training because it's, I'm not saying it's like difficult, but like it's, you are the person that can make it however you want. And I try to go above and beyond in it because like I want to better myself in my career and I guess I'm bouncing around but original right. strength made me who I am today and just a strength performance and I love it awesome
So Mark, you work with people like Austin and, and amazing athletes. Like, so you got the world's greatest athletes, but just because they're the greatest athletes in the world doesn't necessarily mean that they're moving all that well. Is that right or no? Correct. Correct. Yeah. Sometimes they are, sometimes they are just, uh, they're good at what they do despite how they've trained um, historically. They're just so talented. Um, they can, I guess, for lack of a better word, get away with it. Um, they're just that good um, in, the, in, the, in the space that they occupy for that particular sport. So you told me um, when you met Austin, he was pretty much a hot mess. Is that right? I'm kidding, Austin. He didn't tell me. That. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, you know, he's, yeah. I can add. I was a hot mess. I was a hot mess. I mean, I'll see you. How do I frame this? Well, no, I'll frame it because like, like, again, like I thought I knew how to work out and I really didn't. I was going down the wrong path of like, if I keep working out this way, I'm going to blow out me. I'm going to blow out my hip. I'm going to blow out my back. And when I came across Mark, he was just like, whoa, like (laughs) you have a lot of deficiencies. And I was just like, and I got away with it over the years. And the way I catch is very demanding because knee down leg out just being quick being explosive in that squat like i want longevity and that's why again that i say original strength definitely leveled me up to where i'm at today and like so yes now you can add just like i definitely had deficiencies and he brought light and made me who i am yeah so Thanks for giving me time to kind of spool this together. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think when I first, when Austin kind of first came across me, um, he was uh, really strong, you know, very well put together. So strength-wise, everything was kind of there, but there was some gear grinding that was going on. Um, like the, kind of had like the one foot on the accelerator and one foot kind of on the brake. Um, mm-hmm. There was some mobility, we'll call it mobility. Um, I guess if we're looking at it through the lens of original strength, there was maybe a lack of reflexive strength, which is, you know, that wonderful harmonious dance between stability and mobility that they both have to interact and weave mm-hmm. together to create the, the foundation for everything else. So um, stiff in the spine, you know, um, and I'm just ass- assuming, but from a lot of probably just stationary type of strength work, you know, as we kind of preach in OS, um, the outward reflection of the health of the nervous system is how you carry yourself, how you move. Um, and there's uh, a lack of fluidity, a lack of just easy and graceful movement. Um, but going back to my previous statement about like uh, where Austin kind of came to me, despite all that, he was still a professional athlete. Uh, who was able, you know, very skilled in the skill aspects of, of, uh, of the sport and the position that he played. But just from a mobility standpoint, from a stability standpoint, and from a reflexive strength standpoint, just had some deficiencies um, or some areas for growth, let's call it that. Mm-hmm. And so we started working on that right away. Um, nothing really fancy, if I recall. It was like a lot of just let's get the let's get your core working the way it should. Let's integrate that core with the rest of the body. Mouth breathing. Yeah, it was a mouth breather. Big mouth um, breather. So we used to we would start, you know, we'd we'd work a lot on um, nasal breathing while we were working out. Um, which I think may have been a little challenging for you because you like to push. Mm-hmm. Um, Austin's kind of one of those guys where you almost kind of have to rein him in versus goad him to push harder. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's motivating Austin to work out and you know, coaching him that way. 
was never a big issue. It was like, okay, we need to slow it down a little bit here, work on these fundamentals. Um, and your performance level will come back up in training, obviously, and it, and it has. But it took a little while to kind of get used to, I think, that style of training for you. It did. Um, but I think the benefits have been, um, I think it paid off. Uh, definitely paid off. And like, I'm, I'm going to add a little bit because it just hit me too with the breathing technique through like nasal breathing and stuff like that for like any athletes that they do breathing's everything and you blow out once you hold your breath so for me that i used not necessarily just that but like in hitting so like hitting like i held my breath when i was swinging mm -hmm. and when you see all the great hitters they all breathe out so it's like a smooth like and that's why i was just like thinking like you know what why am i holding my breath like, this is just like, am I like, I, mean, I get fatigued, I, I get tired out. And that goes to for throwing, hitting, running, like breathing is everything. And I'm not saying I'm perfect at breathing, because that's something that I still want to get better in. But I have an understanding of it, thanks to Mark. And I think that it is crucial for athletes to learn how to breathe. Yeah, I so think Go ahead. Go ahead Tim. Sorry. No, I was going to say just kind of building off of that, you know, in, 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 in Austin's world, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but the, the guys that I've worked with previous year, you know, Austin's got one of 64 jobs in the world that exist. There's 32 professional teams. They each probably carry two catchers and there's 8 billion people in the world. Let's say it's a 50, 50 split. So there's 4 billion men and or 4 billion women that if they're good enough and skilled enough that can occupy one of those positions mm -hmm. and there's competition for those jobs. Right. And so little things like breath work, like doing your homework, like just doing the basic resets day in and day out is a process of creating small little edges over your competition. Mm -hmm. You know, so as much as the Rockies love having Austin here and he's doing a great job for them, I guess there's a guy in AAA, there's a guy in AA that probably would like to have that job too. They would like to not ride a bus and would prefer to fly and get all the perks of being a major league ball player too. So yeah. they're, they're grinding just as hard. So even though you're all a part of the same organization, you're all still competing and it's a constant competition and baseball is one of those super analytical sports. They look at everything. So in order to kind of keep those jobs, you're going to do, you're going to try to create as many little edges as you can over the competition. So whether it's breathing, doing resets, um, things like that, all those things matter at this level. Mm -hmm. And Austin, don't worry. I don't allow other catchers to listen to this program. So your, your secrets can be safe. <laughs> no, actually that's something like I, I have like an inner coach in me too. So it's like, you know, like I will share my knowledge with catchers. That's what I do. Like, especially with this young staff that we have here with the Rockies on the pitching side, like I want to share my knowledge as much as I can just to better them because I want everyone to be the best that they can be because major league baseball is hard it's hard enough i'm like you know what like like i've been around a little bit i've learned some things and i would love to share it with anyone who would listen and if they like it great if they don't don't listen to it tune it out but i'm i'm in it to make people better i'm not selfish that is beautiful um you will always be a very rich man not talking about money, um, but that's awesome. Um, all right. So I got to ask you this before you met Mark, mm -hmm. were you having any um, 
body issues or performance issues? Like, did did anything hurt? Like, how did how did you feel? Um, so every day, um, since being a catcher, what are you? What's the most taxing on your body? It's so it's like it goes to your ankles, knees, and hips. For me personally, my hips. My hips were tight. My knees were very hypermobile, and my ankles were stiff. But like, what took most of the blunt were my knees and my hips. And I had a pretty much weak core as well because I was so tight, so tight. My back is tight. I'm not flexible at all. I just learned how to maximize what I got. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to be better in baseball and just like my overall health. So that's, and I'm very fortunate that I came, I came across Mark and it was like the first day too, when I just watched it and I was just like, dang, this is like cool. And then I legit dove into it and I was just like, I love this. This is great. I feel great. It's a great workout. The next day I feel amazing. And that's, that's, you want to walk away like, dang, I got a good workout. Oh man, I feel great. I feel tall. I feel like, man, your chest is sticking out. And then from my past, I'm like, I was worked out to a point where like, I am fatigued. I am dead. I can't, I could crawl out of the, the gym. That's not me anymore. Wait, are you saying that after you work out, you want to be able to feel amazing versus you want to be able to feel like you got beat up or something? Exactly. That's crazy. Mm. So, um, <laughs> so like, let me, I, okay. So, so you, you met Mark. And you started mm-hmm. doing OS and, and all, all the other shenanigans that Mark has you do. Uh, what changed? What changed in your body? Um, my core strength, my mobility in my ankles, knees, and hips. My, my, I'm not saying my posture. My posture will forever, not forever. I take that back. Take it back. My posture is really poor because I'm in a squat that, and I hinge my, my back. So then I always work on, like, I have my, uh, my neck, my neck weight, where it actually helps me like to reset my spine and my neck to, to get it to where it should be. So I guess to answer your question, my mobility and my core and my strength all skyrocketed. Did you notice any, um, changes in your actual skill or performance for, for baseball? 100%. I'm more explosive more explosive. Um, I'm like, I've learned how to breathe better too, which in when you breathe better, you can actually visualize, see better as well. And like, you could think clearer. So like in baseball, it's so mental. So like you want to slow this game down and being able to see and recognize things and react. So I, feel like I have definitely improved in that way through OS. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Mark, uh, Austin mentioned his crown of weight. Uh, yes. What, what other tools or, or even talk about that. What is, what is he, why is he wearing a, a weight on his head? <laughs> well, I'm looking at it right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we, you know, one of the things that we like to do and um, I guess either like, you know, through the lens of original strength and original strength performance, um, and also in our OS Pro course, is we talk about loading the resets. So um, when we're when we're children and when we're infants, we have a large 
you know, a, a large, a large melon. I got a strangely shaped, um, abnormally large head as an infant, um, which the way that I visualize it for a child um, developing is it's, it's kind of like a dumbbell that sits on the end of a long arm called your spine. And so every time you pick that head up, it's kind of core training 101 for the baby. And it's that requisite core and spine, we'll just call it core spinal stability, um, call it as you like. Um, and I'm referencing kind of the front of me here, but it's a three-dimensional aspect. So as you turn the head up and down, you look, if you're, you know, gravity's a constant, if you flipped over on your belly and you're lifting up, it's the backside of your core because you're lifting that big head up against that. That's all your spinal rectors and your posterior chain, if you will. Um, and then if you you roll over, you're turning and you're twisting with that load. So that's you know, the obliques and whatnot. Um, and so in, in original strength, what we do is sometimes we'll a little apply, you know, if it's appropriate for that individual, a little bit of an extra load onto that head to kind of try to replicate some of that same sort of scenario that we have in our infants. And then also what we know from maybe just practical experience um, and also some, you know, there's some decent amount of, scientific evidence which kind of points us towards the fact that when you load patterns of movement it tends to cement them in the nervous system so once we've got that good foundation of just regular movement in an unloaded um, uh, situation then we can you know in austin's case it was appropriate for us to apply that little extra load to really kind of start to cement those patterns of movement cement that anterior chain with a little load cement the just what it feels like to have to balance that extra weight on top of the head and standing and squatting and mm -hmm. crawling and rolling and all the cool things that we do in OS. Mm -hmm. So it just kind of takes it and it's almost like a, like an enzymatic reaction. It's a, it's a magnifier, if you will. And it just really just dials, dials things in a lot better. So we've, we've done work um, with the head weight. We've done work with, um, with some bands uh, placed around the head. We've certainly in the past done work with chains um, affixed to the hands and affixed to the legs and crawling patterns and gait patterns and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. Again, just with the end goal is we want to get that body moving the way it's authentically designed to move and then loading it just cements that in that nervous system, even all the, all the more. Mm -hmm. That's pretty cool. Austin of all the resets, um, that Mark has shown you, what are your favorite ones to do? Uh, I love crawling. Oh, I love crawling. I love, so for me, my, the neck, the, the weighted neck, mm -hmm. the rolls, getting the chin to each shoulder, getting it to my sternum, rolling with it. It's something that those are like two that I truly love. And yes, I love a lot of other things, but those two really stuck out to me because like crawling, I sucked at crawling. I was just like, oh my gosh, I like fatigued out like right away. And like, I was strong, like I was strong back and lats and it like dominated. Like it's as soon as it, it took over and rather than using like my core and it just taught me how to like utilize my core better and understand my core better because the core it's huge. The core is huge. And I'm like, everyone needs to understand your core and like how to use your core and that goes into breathing as well. So those are, I guess I'm bouncing around again, but those two resets is what I truly love because it makes me feel like, oh yeah, like, I feel good. So, but yeah, those two. And, 
And you don't suck at crawling anymore. I do not suck at crawling. I love crawling. <laughs> He's a 10 minute crawler. I'm a 10 minute crawler. Hit the 10 minute threshold. So yep. we did it. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. 10 and minutes of body weight or 10 minutes with chain or head weight? Because that's I, crazy. It's... <laughs> this off season, I used a head weight. I actually used a 10 pound head weight and head just crawled weight. with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's definitely next level stuff. It's fun. I definitely enjoy it. And it's something where it, it's challenging too. Like, obviously, the first time you do it, it's like, okay, this is challenging in the beginning. But like, once you keep on doing it, like, it's like second nature. I guess an extra benefit would be it probably makes your helmet and face mask extremely light feeling now. A still head are still eyes. So you can visually see things like clear. If your head's moving and you're like, oh, that means everything, like the ball's moving, the pe- like the players are moving. The ga- that means the game is speeding up on you too quick. That's why it's like, that's training with like loaded, uh-huh. a loaded head. It's like, I don't know. You can, I just feel like, I don't know. You can add a little so bit to it. Maybe just a little bit more dialed it's in. Just, I feel more dialed. You, I feel like gone. I could just see it better. You've gone Peter Parker where you're actually slowing down time or your reactions are so fast. You're taking everything <laughs> in faster. Uh, well, if you got that spider that spider I could get pricked by and I could get that spider sense and all that, that'd be sick. But uh, I'm, yeah, I'm trying to get to that point. Sometimes That's awesome. That happens. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that happens. So Austin, if you were just for anyone in general, um, whether maybe they want to play baseball or they just want to feel better. Um, what do you, what is your, your number one movement recommendation for them? My number one movement recommendation. Um, well, through OS, like OS training is what I'm going to do for like the rest of my life. But the one movement training that I would prefer people to do is definitely crawling. And then the standing March a little cross crawl cross crawl yeah i tr- that's something i have to do every day or every other day because it feels like i engage my glute i engage my core and i have a very tight spine so it's like when i really engage it it feels like i'm just more open that way but the marching one is something that i would definitely recommend because when you see people walk it's usually they're they're already hinged and you feel like the, you could see people the way they walk and they get stuck. And I think like engaging your glutes, engaging your core to your knees. Like, I think that is something huge for not necessarily just athletes, just like for people in general. So you ever try, you ever try that with like uh, Indian clubs or small sticks to lengthen your arms? Yeah, I, I, I have five pound weights. That's what I right do. On. Five pound weights. And I, I feel like that I'm like running while I do it. And then I do the circles as well. So it's something that I've definitely incorporated in my day-to-day. How about you, Mark? What's your, what would you say for the person that wants to feel better, move better, and get on with their life better? Um, I guess for me, I, I, I do. I, I really like that stand, that standing mm-hmm. marching cross crawl. Uh, that from just a, it's a general thing I do on a regular basis. Um, I'm just hanging out. It's just, it's almost kind of like I just do it automatically. It's kind of like, you know, some people like to pull out a cigarette and smoke. I like to do a standing cross crawl mm-hmm. um, and do that uh, for the same reasons. I feel just better when I do it. Um, 
I do it a lot when I'm training in the gym alone by myself. Uh, so, and it's so easy to do. I mean, you just, you just stand in one place and you're just, you know, touching limbs. Um, and you're but, also balancing with yeah. it and like, and balancing, like you're balancing every day. Like you're standing, you're balancing. Yeah. So like go to one leg, you're balancing. So like, if you balance, like that's something so like easy to do for just like day to day people, like you don't even need to like load it. Your body is a load as itself. So it's like, you could balance on just like one leg and then you can slowly level up from there. Yeah. So. Yes, I like that. Um, and honestly, for me, uh, the breath work and the head control, the, the two most simple things that we do in original strength, mm -hmm. to me personally and to a lot of the other people that I've worked with, seem to have the most profound effect. Um, you know, in whatever posture you and feels comfortable for you, just to do two, three, four minutes of just diaphragmatic breathing. You know, put on a song that just you can just sort of listen to in the background and mm -hmm. just breathe for the length of the song. Um, and just the head control work loaded or unloaded. Um, I think those are pretty accessible to most people really, you know, those three things, most people can probably do at some level. Uh, aside from that, for me, I really just enjoy the rolling. Mm -hmm. I, I, I like to get down on the ground and feel what that's like and just enroll as slow as I possibly can. Yeah. yeah just like this, that basically your spine rolling. That just create that dissociation between my upper, and my lower half. Mm -hmm just feels good. Um, I just, and the slower I go, the better. Mm -hmm. um, I don't like doing them fast. Um, I like to go as slow and as purposeful as I possibly can. Mm -hmm. And I just seem to get, when, I, when I'm slow and intentional with all of the resets uh, is when I seem to get the biggest bang for the buck for myself. So when you're lying around on the floor, just practicing your breathing and you're rolling to your, mm -hmm. to your music in the background, what are you playing? It's contextual. It's contextual. You're like, that's private. Yeah. Come on, dude. <laughs> I know you, but I don't know if I know you that well. But no, I, um, you know, if it's honestly, I'll, I'll listen to pretty much anything. I'm one of those guys that back when he was in college, I could listen to metal and study, and listening to metal for me was, was, would focus me. This guy. Uh, yeah. I, I like that, that type of music helps me just put, puts blinders on the world and I can be kind of dialed in. Mm -hmm. I'm in my space and I know it's not for everybody, but I think music's one of those things that's very personal to a lot of people and has the similar effect and it doesn't have to be like metal or alt or grunge or whatever, but I just enjoy that. I can, that, that relaxes me. It focuses me. It just puts me in the right spot. And then also when I train, it can amp me up. It's a, so it's contextual for me. Um, I had you pay for an air supply kind of guy. I was just curious. Oh. I can be, uh, uh, air supply might be <laughs> a boundary that I'm not ready to kind of cross just yet. Um, but I, uh, I, I do enjoy my 70s soft rock. I grew up on that. So uh, yeah, th that's on my playlist as well. So Austin, I asked this, um, Pretty much, I try to ask this for everybody that comes on the show. Uh, mm -hmm. Do you like peanut butter? Love it. What's your favorite type, uh, creamy or crunchy? Creamy is what I grew up on. So, like, you just reminded me of. So, I love peanut butter banana, and mm -hmm. in the minor in the minor leagues, like coming up, my quick snack because usually there was not many things available to you. I always grab the peanut butter 
and a banana and I basically spoon. That was like my energizer, like meal before a game. That is the only way to eat it. Like I can go through a half a jar of peanut butter <laughs> on one good banana, like with a spoon. That's amazing. And it was it's something that I loved. And I actually saw one of uh, my coaches do it my first year in pro ball. And I was just like, I'm going to do that every day. It's brilliant, right? It's amazing. It's not, yeah, moderation of it though. You don't need to do it every day, but yes, that's yeah, well, like a quick, well, you need something quick, <laughs> do it. Quick snack, uh, do it. I'm pro every day, sometimes twice a day. Yeah. Um. So, okay. So <laughs> what brand, what brand do you like the best? Oh man. Well, I, do I need to like go, do I need to go to a different room? Cause are you going to say something offensive to me nutritionally? <laughs> Probably. Okay. So like I, from the beginning I had Skippy oh, and then boy. now <laughs> I went like I had Kirkland, the Kirkland brand. Oh yeah. Yeah. I actually enjoy the Kirkland brand and well, the Valencia peanuts. Yep. But Kirkland. so yeah. What about you, Mark? Like what, uh, do you like peanut butter? In the fact, I do enjoy some peanut butter. There you go. Um, I'm probably a, um, a Justin's nut butter kind of guy. I, I enjoy um, all the wonderful confections that Justin has put together for us. Um, a banana? Well, I do enjoy the banana. Mm -hmm. Let me rephrase that. Um, well, I do enjoy bananas um, and peanut butter put together. I'm probably more apt to take some... Uh, peanut butter and get some honey and then kind of stir that up together and just sit and eat that you're cheating you you added honey it didn't he didn't say i couldn't add honey oh, i guess you're right you added you guys were talking you guys added bananas all of a sudden that was okay and now i throw honey in there now it's a thing yep that's what you're talking. so yeah i like bananas um but i prefer a little bit of honey with my peanut butter for a little bit of honey you heard that here from <laughs> mark trushire first <laughs> I'm going to, that's going to be a t-shirt. I prefer a little bit of honey. Um, a little bit. So last question, just cause you brought it up uh, for your bananas. Do you like, like, cause I'm very particular on my bananas. I like, I, I only like the green, greenish bananas. What about you? Are you yellow, brown, green? What kind of, what kind of banana you eat with your peanut butter there? It has to be yellow, but like, why do you like green? Yeah. You, you so have to yeah, elaborate. You got to open this up a little bit. I, I, I don't like the sweet. I don't like my banana sweet. I like them more on the, the tart side and the texture is so different. Like the texture is more firm. Um, it's still kind of creamy, but more firm, but it's not, not terribly mushy. I can't, I don't like, I don't like a, a ripe smelling banana or how, how mushy it is. I like a more firm texture. <laughs> And and sweet the the sweetness of peanut butter and the saltiness of peanut butter seems to marry really well with that. Like I don't eat, I won't eat it by itself like that, but with peanut butter, it's just right. For me. I'm a weirdo. We're all weird in some ways, right? We are. We all are. Right. We everyone all everyone's weird, and we love that. Uh, but I guess I like yellow. So you know, maybe not not like brown, like like maybe one or a couple dots, like brown dots, but like yellow majority of the time. All right. We were kindred spirits until then. How about you, Mark? <laughs> Me, if I'm gonna have a banana, I like it yellow. Yeah, I, I figure I, since you like green, green honey, your peanut butter. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's it's like a, it's like all woody and like. No, no, no. Fact, I didn't say green as grass. <laughs> 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 well, right. that's what I think when I think a green banana. Yeah, no, 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 not not like a green plantain. Um, all right, so 
Austin, if some you got a lot of fans now after listening, people after people hear this, they're going to want to be able to follow you. Um, where can a person keep track of your career and all the wonderful things that you do? Well, you know, I do have an Instagram. Um, it's I believe it's A Wins Twelve. I don't even know what it is, but I'm on Instagram, Austin Wins. You're verified on there, so if you just type in Austin Wins, oh, am I? Yeah, you got so little, he knows. You got a little blue thing next to your face. Okay, so but. And you, yeah. and you have your catcher gear on so and it comes up to this. To anyone that does want to follow me, like I'm will definitely reach back out to you if you do have any questions on like the baseball side or even OS side, because it's something that I truly love and enjoy. And I just want to share the knowledge to like many people that do care and like want to get better. And because like I want like in my heart, I want to get people better as well. So appreciate you, man. Awesome. Yes, sir. Thank you for doing this. Mark, if somebody wants to follow you and all your shenanigans, um, yes. how can they do that? I am um, also on Instagram at uh, Shropshire ST. So it'll look like Shropshire ST. I don't know why. I think it's because of Shropshire sports training mm-hmm. at the time and ST was sports training. So yeah, Shropshire ST or uh, Shropshire ST on Instagram. Um, I do have a Twitter, but I I think Twitter's a gigantic cesspool, so I don't venture into that into that space. Sorry, Elon. Uh, so I'm allowed to have an opinion. <laughs> if you're listening, uh, pretty much daily, Mark posts some pretty interesting training videos. Um, he's full of wisdom, and it is fun to watch him train and glisten uh, on Instagram. So <laughs> definitely, definitely look uh, Mark up, look Austin up, guys. Thank you so much for being on the show. This has been a lot of fun. Thank you, Tim. All right, thanks for having us. Thanks for listening, everyone. Now get outside and play.